Welcome to episode 338 of Live Happy Now. How well do you know yourself and do you want to know more? That's the question we're going to explore on this week's episode. I'm your host, Paula Phelps, and this week I'm joined by Erin Claire Jones, a leadership coach who specializes in human design. Combining ancient spiritual principles to create a holistic approach to understanding your own behavior and energy, this concept has been gaining more attention in recent years. Erin says it can help us clarify what we're designed to do and how we work with others. So let's hear what she has to say about it. Erin, welcome to Live Happy Now. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Well, we're happy to have you. And I don't get to say this very often, is that we're talking about something we've never talked about on Live Happy Now. So this will be a really, really fun conversation because we're talking about human design. And so obviously to start, we need you to tell us what is human design? Mm -hmm. I'm honored to bring a new topic. So human design is a system based on your time, date, and place of birth that reveals your energetic blueprint and how you're each kind of wired to thrive. It's not predictive in any way. It won't tell you that you'll be in this place in five years or meet somebody at this age, but it more really acquaints you with your operating system around how you're best designed to make decisions, work within teams, build businesses, parent, partner, all the things It really kind of gives you your own operating manual. And I just want to say kind of at the top, you know, I'm never trying to convince people of anything. So I think with everything that I share, like take what feels resonant, supportive, useful, throw the rest away. This is very much meant to be a tool. And it really just gives us kind of a language and a framework to really reflect on how we operate best. And it's something that you didn't create this. This is really a wonderful combination of ancient wisdom and modern science. And so can you talk about those two things, what it's rooted in and what the science is of it? Yeah. So, it, you know, it's a very mystical system, obviously, based on our time, date and place of birth. It's been around since 1987. The way that he received it and the way that we've kind of seen it manifest is that it pulls from lots of different systems, astrology, the I Ching, Kabbalah, the chakra system, quantum physics, genetics, kind of biochemistry to really give us a kind of a map of how we operate. But, you know, I think that, again, my orientation is less about kind of convincing people it's true and more just like asking people, is it useful? Even though it can feel pretty mystical and cosmic in so many ways, the information it offers us is actually incredibly practical and grounded. And why is that? Why do those components make such a difference in each individual's life? I think the idea is that like when we're born, there's kind of like an imprint and not in a way that, you know, tells us like, again, that we're like necessarily going in a certain direction, but really just kind of like defines how we operate at our best, you know? And I think like at the very least, I think human design reminds us that we're all meant to do things differently. And I think that we so often get tripped up in life when we're just like trying to be all the things that we're not. And I think human design more than anything else just like reminds people of how they operate best and like that they might build a business and parent and partner really differently than people around them. And that's okay. How did you discover it? Let's talk a little bit about your journey because you've obviously embraced this. You've mastered it. You're teaching it to others. How did you come across it and how did it change your life? Yeah, it was definitely not the plan. I think that I came from, I don't know how it could be. I think that I came from a startup background. I was always interested in personal and self-development. I think that that's been a curiosity since I was young, but I basically had a very serendipitous experience in 2015 where I was sitting at a gathering in New York. I sat next to a stranger and he said, I'd love to look up your human design. I was like, I've never heard of it. I don't know what that is, but like, tell me everything, you know? And he did like a little session for me on the spot and it was 
as validating as it was confronting. He basically kind of gave me this little mini reading and I was like, wow, I've never felt more seen. And I also am living so out of alignment with all of that because I haven't trusted that. You know, and he ended the conversation by being like, and I think that like you're meant to do this and we should work together. And that was kind of his own instinct. And so he ended up being my first teacher and business partner. And so we actually, as he started to really introduce me to the different layers of human design, I was blown away. I had never seen anything as specific and as practical as it. And not only on an individual, level, but with teams, like helping us know how to work better together, helping us kind of build more functional families, you know, be more harmonious and partnership. And so I built the business with him for a couple of years and then launched my own practice in 2018. But when I first started sharing human design, no one had any idea what I was talking about. I was like such a weirdo. I was like, people, this is amazing. <laughs> when are you going to care? And you know what? They did start caring. Thank goodness. I think that human designs really come out in the world in a much bigger way in the past, I would say probably three years. And so, you know, I just feel so lucky that people care about a thing that I really care about. But I think human design is really a, such a deep system, but such a, like I said, such a practical one. I think that there are so many amazing systems out there that give us a lot of interesting information. And then we don't know what to do with it, you know? Wow. And I think the magic of human design is like, this is all this amazing self-knowledge. And these are all the tools that you can use to actually like find more alignment tomorrow. And I just think that like, that's often, I believe that kind of transformation and information people are looking for right now. And so how does that work? Can you kind of walk me through the process of discovering your own human design. Yes. So you can look up your human design at erinclairjones.com slash lookup. And you're going to see that there's a crazy looking chart. It's not a very intuitive looking thing. And there are a couple of pieces that I really recommend people starting with. And so one is your type. Your type is going to speak to how you are designed to best use your energy. Then there's something called your strategy, which is basically how to kind of create the most aligned opportunities in your life, whether it's about initiating things or allowing things to come. And then there's something called your inner authority, which is around how you make decisions. There is so much underneath that, but just understanding those three pieces can be really impactful. Once you have that, that's a lot of knowledge to get about yourself. And so now how do you begin applying it? Because it seems like this can change your personal relationships. It's going to change your professional relationships. It can change an entire family, the way that they interact in that dynamic. So let's talk about how we take this and apply it. Oh gosh, it changes everything, huh? I yeah. mean, I think that like, well, I mean, and that, and your question with how it transformed my own life is just like, I just started engaging with things entirely differently. Like, so to give people an example of how I worked with it is like, you know, I'm actually pretty opposite to you in my design. I'm a projector and it means that I'm not here to do all the doing. And I had spent a lot of my life trying to like keep up and do more and it just didn't really work. And so I really kind of like found human design and really kind of like settled into my role of as like a teacher and a guide and a coach. And instead of feeling like I had to do it all myself, I started to bring on support and build business and partnership. I started to kind of release the pressure on myself to do, do, do all day long. And I would kind of like create pretty strong boundaries and kind of create spaces in my days. And like, that has only led to so much more success for me, but also just like me just feeling so much better. Once they have that, how do they know what their blueprint is for interacting? Is that kind of something you just become aware of, oh, this is how I function? And then, yes, once you look it up, you'll see this crazy chart and there are all these different pieces that will speak to, again, type, how you best use your energy strategy, how to create the right opportunities, authority, how to make decisions. There's something called profile, which is how to manifest your purpose. There's something called channels, which walks you through all your kind of innate strengths that you can always lean on. There's something called open centers, which are all the areas that are going to take you the most off track, but also where you're the most to learn. 
And so kind of as you start to dig into these different layers, a lot will become clear likely around why things have worked for you in the past and also why things have been more challenging. And so I think it often just like brings a lot of clarity to kind of where people are out of alignment and in alignment and gives them a lot of more tools to step into it. But it's a lot of information. What I always remind people of is like, you know, take like one or two pieces that feel useful, start experimenting with those. And you can always add more when you're ready. There's so many different tests, like personality tests, different learn your type. How does this fit in with all of those? Because in my mind, it wouldn't be mutually exclusive from it. It's something like you can really get a very nice portrait of yourself and how you work by integrating all these different aspects. I totally agree. I think that like, you know, I've co-hosted retreats with astrologists and Enneagram experts, like a numerologist. Like, I just think that understanding and learning about ourselves is so useful. And I think how it compares is, you know, there are a lot of systems like Enneagram or Myers-Briggs, or DISC that are questionnaire-based. So it's kind of us answering questions based on who we think we are and how we see ourselves. Human design is very different. You know, it's based on our time, date, and place of birth. And so it is, I think kind of the magic is it actually kind of reveals some stuff that's quite unconscious, you know, and kind of stuff that's underneath the surface in a way that's really powerful. I know when I've answered the Myers-Briggs, it can like sometimes change based on like why I'm answering it or what the situation is or where I'm at in my life, which can be really illuminating for that place in my life. But I think human design is a little bit more about like, not just who we think we are, but kind of stuff underneath the surface as well. So I think that's, but again, it's just like a different system. I think I love these systems. I think they're all really useful, but I think what drew me to human design specifically, which I mentioned briefly before, is just that like, I think that I would dig into systems in the past. And then I was like, now what? And I think with human design, I was just actually given a very clear roadmap in terms of how to build a business, be in community and show up in a relationship in the most aligned way for me. And so when I started to do that, I just started to find so much more flow in my life. And then when I started to understand the designs of my parents, my partner, the people that I worked with, my friends, I was able to learn how to interact with them. That was so much more supportive of their individuality. And I was no longer expecting them to be like me. Yeah. And that's huge. (laughs) Oh my God. Transformational. How helpful is this in partnerships, in relationships, husband, wife, spouse, children, to be able to start understanding how the other person's human design is, and then being able to respond to that using what you've learned about yourself? I just think it's probably one of the most powerful applications. You know, I think it, it always, of course, starts with ourselves. It's so powerful to understand how to find alignment there, but like I just think it really creates so much more compassion and understanding in our dynamics. Like I think that my partner, his design is radically different than mine. And I think that like, I just find that partners can feel a bit more challenged if they're wanting each other to be similar or they're expecting someone to be different than what they are. And human design just gives us the language to understand very specifically what those differences are and how to honor them. And the magic of human design is like when I'm sitting with somebody, I'm never telling them anything like that new. Like they felt this stuff their entire life and I'm just reminding them of it and giving them a framework for it. And so in relationship, you're basically giving them a framework to kind of really communicate around their differences. And you start to make each other wrong, like stop making each other wrong for all these things and just have so much kind of more compassion for like, oh, like you're actually not a doer. Like me expecting you to keep up with me all the time is not going to be sustainable. Or like, you know what? You actually are super spontaneous. Whereas like, I need more time. This is not that one of us is wrong or right. We're just different. Or like, maybe like, you know, in your design, you're super independent. I don't know your partner is, but it's just like, you know, oh, I'm like really independent. You actually might need a bit more like consistent connection, collaboration. Who knows? (laughs) Like there are just like all these like little specific things where we just like stop making each other wrong for being different. And we just have such a language for it to really support how different we are. That's incredible because I'm thinking too in workplaces. Oh oh yeah. Be transformational. Yeah. Because it could change so much of the conflict that can happen 
because people work differently, they think differently. And if you can have a better understanding and offer some graciousness toward where they're coming from, that can really change the way that your teams work. You're exactly right. And that's actually why I got into human design. I came from a startup background and I was observing so much dysfunction. I was like, wow, these teams have like amazing visions. I actually really like the people, but like they don't seem to know how to work together as a unit. And I think that like, I love going into teams so much and I'm seeing more and more teams get so excited about human design because like you're given very tactical and specific tools to like know how best to support somebody. Like this person needs to be invited in. This person needs specific questions. This person may not want meetings all the time. It can really slow them down. Like just like really specific kind of sillyly specific things, you know? And again, like, I think that it actually allows you to be so much more effective as a unit because like all these interpersonal things are a little bit, there's less conflict in them. And there's just like much more understanding and respect and really knowing how to leverage each person for exactly who it is that they are. And as a leader, that is invaluable too, because can't you then kind of arrange who works together and how they interact with one another? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that like, you'll, you'll just discover your design and then kind of know what kind of support you need, you know, and kind of who to bring in to help with that. And so you really can like, you know, I never want people like it's the same in relationship. I don't want people to use human design in a way where it's like, I'll only date generators, you know, or I'll like only hire this. Like, I just think that like, there's still a human behind it. I think that like, once you're really drawn to somebody and you feel that chemistry, whether it's professional or personal, that's the perfect time to kind of look at the design and be like, okay, how could you fit in? How could we best support each other? That's incredible. So you said there's four types. Five. Humans. Five? Some people say four, you know what I mean? So you're not wrong, but <laughs> I just like to add like a little bit more nuance of one of them can kind of split into two. Yeah. Can you tell us what those five are then? Of course. So we've got manifesting generators, generators, projectors, reflectors, and manifestors. And so we touched a little bit on the generator piece with you. Manifesting generators have a lot of similarity. This is the type that people sometimes group in with generators. And manifesting generators also here to be doers, builders, creators, really have the energy and the life force to make it happen. You know, manifesting generators are quite multi-passionate by nature, where they might feel like a little bit limited if they're just doing one thing or sticking to one path. Like they're really kind of meant to like keep reinventing themselves and pivoting and moving in between different passions. And so my biggest reminder for them is to give yourself permission to pivot, to allow yourself to reinvent kind of your passions whenever you want to, and like to not stick with something just because you think you should. And also manifesting generators and you've actually got a bit of this in your design are really fast, you know, so you can kind of sometimes find the quickest way to get from A to Z, but it might be useful to be supported by people that can help you with a step-by-step process and manifesting generators, similar to generators are really here to allow things to come to them and wait for something to kind of spark a gut response in them before they go after it. Does that make sense before I move on? Yeah, that makes absolute sense. Okay, fabulous. So then we've got projectors. You know, I mentioned a little bit about this with my own design, but these are really here to be leaders, guides, advisors, teachers, not here to do all the doing. Projectors tend to really be so innately sensitive to others, which makes them such natural coaches, therapists, guides, teachers, really gifted at asking the right questions. Projectors often love systems like human design or Enneagram or Myers-Briggs because it really, we just love things that help us better understand people and how they work because so much of our orientation is towards kind of guiding and supporting the other. Our energy is going to really ebb and flow. So I wouldn't recommend that projectors work these like really intense days of full output. It's all about kind of finding balance between kind of like giving and also just like really giving yourself time to kind of nourish and take in information and learn. And the strategy for projectors is to wait to be recognized and invited. So investing your energy in the places where you feel the most seen and really considering ways to kind of make yourself visible and put yourself out in the world in a broader way so the right people can resonate and invite you in. 
Then we've got manifestors. Manifestors are the initiators, the innovators, the ones that are really here to get things started, get the ball rolling, not here to do all the doing themselves, but often here to kind of get something off the ground. Their energy is also going to probably operate in creative births where they can make a lot happen very quickly and then you can rest. They often really need freedom, autonomy, and control, not here to be told what to do or manage or guided in any way, here to do things on their own terms and in their own way. And their strategy is about initiating and being the first and kind of really trusting the urges they feel. And also about just making sure, even when it's unnatural, to keep the people around them kind of like in the loop with their decisions, because that really allows them to kind of manifest and bring things to life with more ease. The final type is a reflector. You might even resonate a little bit with this one. And it basically, these people are really our collective mirrors, super sensitive to their physical space and always taking in and mirroring the space that they're in. So you really get a good sense of how a team or a community is doing just by how that reflector is showing up. Um, so it's so important for them to be such ruthless curators of the places and people they're spending time in and with. And the magic of reflectors is in fluidity, in their fluidity, meaning that they might have periods where they feel like a projector or a generator or a manifesting generator. And their job is not to show up consistently or be just one thing, but honor whatever feels like them that day. And finally, in the context of business, we call reflectors evaluators because they really just see things so uniquely and kind of sense things that others don't. And so to be in an environment where their perspective feels very treasured. And you can start to see how building a team, we've got like the generators, kind of the builders, the creators, the doers, the manifesting generator generators, kind of the multi-passionate, fast creative doers, the projectors, the advisors, the manifestors, the innovators, and the reflectors, the evaluators. We need them all. What have you seen? You're working with people when they discover their own human design and they start applying it. What does it do in terms of their happiness, their fulfillment, and, and their purpose? Yes. You know, I think that it just gives them permission to build a business or build a career in a way that is really authentic to them. You know, like say you're a projector and you've spent your entire life trying to be a doer, you know, and you're like, wow, I, it's not actually where I thrive. You know, like, what is the thing that I really want to master and learn? And how can I learn to like feel support by other people and really like learn how to honor the ebbs and flows of my energy? Maybe you're a manifester and like your gift is an innovating and initiating, but you felt like you need to like sustain and keep doing things, you know? So like, I think what I found more than anything else is that it really like, it just reminds people that like they can be successful in a way that might look different than those around them, but in a way that might feel really good. Like I, I've worked with so many clients that have actually built like pretty successful financially speaking businesses, but they've done it in a way that hasn't felt good. They're just like totally burnt out. And I think then human design is like, okay, operating in this way is not only going to probably generate so much more success and satisfaction in your life, but it's going to allow you to do it in a way that feels really sustainable. And that just feels really good. You know? And I think that like, when I talk to people, they often know what that thing is. You know, like I can't look at your design and say like, you're meant to be a dentist or, you know, you should go to, <laughs> but it, it's more that like, it becomes so clear where they've been resisting and then so clear what it would look like to honor that. And so even just in one conversation, they're like, oh, I see exactly what I've been doing. I see exactly what I've been resisting. I see exactly why that's not working. And I know how to shift my energy in the right direction. So it really just brings kind of people into so much more flow in their lives where things like not only become so much more expansive, but in a way that actually feels so good in the process of it. Have you seen an uptick in interest in this past year? Because we talk where there's so much talk about people are leaving careers. They're realizing after the lockdowns, quarantines, and the pandemic that yeah. that's not how I want to spend my life. And I'm going to go pursue this thing that I've wanted to pursue. Like I can see this would be an incredible fit for this time in our history 
because so many people are searching to find that thing that fulfills them. I don't think we've ever seen it at this magnitude before. I think you're totally right. You know, I think that we saw like just in our business, we saw like a big uptick starting in April of last year, you know, and it hasn't really stopped. I think that like, to me, it feels like we're at a time where people are just like not less tolerant of doing things the way they've always done them. And they're just like seeking so much more alignment in their lives. And they also maybe have been quarantined or like with a partner or partners for many months and like they're struggling and they're just like, something needs to shift, you know? So I do, I've seen such an amazing interest grow in the past year because I just think like people are discovering all the things that haven't worked for them in the past. And they're so eager to discover a way of operating that is just going to feel better and more aligned for them. Because like I said, at the beginning, I think so often we will see someone else's career work or we'll take a marketing course and we're like, yeah, we'll do it like them because it worked for them. But like, (laughs) we're different. It might not work for us. And so I think the magic of human design, especially in this time is reminding us that each of our roadmaps will look entirely different. And it just kind of lays out what that will look like for us. That is so incredible. So once people go on your site and they find out what type they are, how can they then do a deeper dive to, kind of, you know, we all need a curriculum <laughs> to help us I know, right? with this new knowledge. So what do we do then once we know yeah. our type? Totally. You know, I think if human design is just like our operating manual, like we just like, we don't come into this life with a manual and human design, just like, here's the manual for you. I think that, so I offer a lot of things. I think that I created something called the blueprint three years ago, which is basically a book to your design. It's a 55 plus page, like written guide to all the kind of unique aspects of what make you, you. And it's really delivered in such a practical and empowering way. So that you have like an actual resource manual to you that you can keep returning to. So you know, it is meant to be really accessible, especially to new people and like just walk you through all the key pieces. So I would definitely recommend starting with that. I think that when you start to do all the research online, it can get a little bit overwhelming. So it's kind of just like meant to like condense it all into one space. So that's a beautiful place. I also share a lot on Instagram. So once you kind of look up your type, you could even go and look at the slides that are like, oh, this is for a generator. This is for like a one, three year, whatever, because that can give you like little tidbits also to kind of integrate into your day-to-day and kind of remind you of how you operate. I also offer sessions and things like that, but that's probably the best place to get started. What is the one thing you want everyone to know and remember about human design? I think that whether or not you choose to dig into human design as a system, because I know it's not for everyone because nothing is, I think that it's a reminder that we all operate differently. And so just kind kind of considering in your life where you are trying to fit in or model yourself off of how someone else is doing. And I'm really like asking, like, does this feel right for me? You know, and again, whether it comes to how you parent or how you partner, how you build a business or work within a team, that you're designed to have your own roadmap, you know, and the more you align with that and honor that, likely the more flow you'll find in your life. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate you talking with us. And I look forward to seeing how this evolves with us Mm -hmm. as a society, how we continue using this as a new superpower, really. Totally agree. You know, so cool to see how we can like integrate into schools and how we learn and all those things with time, because I think that it just gives us, it just again, reminds us how different we each are. That was Aaron Claire Jones talking with me about human design. To learn more, visit our website at livehappy.com and click on the podcast link. That is all we have time for today. We'll meet you back here again next week for an all new episode. And until then, this is Paula Phelps reminding you to make every day a happy one.